The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Welcome back to another week of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Steve Tiber here, feeling a little bit silly this morning, hanging out with Mike Fiella. Mike, I am so excited. We are just a couple weeks away from our 19th rebuilding trip. Eight days hope we've traveled the country. Mm-hmm. Mike, we have now helped over 9,600 families rebuild their homes for free because of a natural disaster, and our 20th trip is right around the corner. First and foremost, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. You're, you're, you know, it's just I'm contagious. I'm your ready, excitement. Man. Let's go. Oh, come on! I was excited when I when I got up this morning thinking about all this, but now I'm I'm, I'm just on top of the world. <laughs> Mike's already volunteered. He's ready to volunteer again, man. Eight days hope twenty. All the information's on our website. It's our twenty three building trip. Uh, Mike, uh, tomorrow is it. If you want to okay. come, you have to sign up by tomorrow. It's free. We provide food and lodging. Please read the FAQs. Over the weekend, we don't have staff manning phones and checking emails. Read the FAQs, but tomorrow night at midnight, uh, we will have to turn off volunteering because you have to buy the food and the T-shirts and the, the work. But, Mike, over these eight days, we plan, we believe, to help about 150 families rebuild their homes for free. Now, maybe mm. due to the weather, we hit 125. 150. Long sure. story short, over 100 families are going to be served. But we know, Mike, you've been doing this for a long time. Oh, when yeah. you do these mission trips, God shows up. It really does, and we've used the term on an occasion, revival. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's been people uh, come to know the Lord. There's been people baptized, you know, and (laughs) it's just you can go story after story when we're there to help folks get back into their homes. But God has so many plans for those that come. So come out and volunteer. Like Steve said, look at the FAQs and come hungry. You'll be fed. (laughs) Now, in 19 days from today, we're hosting a free concert in Tupelo, Mississippi. So if you're listening in Southern Ontario, up in Canada or in Kansas or Michigan, I get it. But, you know, you, you, you probably can't attend unless you want to take a or unless you want to volunteer with ADs Hope. But we're doing a free concert in Tupelo, Mississippi, the Cadence Bank Arena. And we are messengers, Ben Fuller, Jonathan Trailer coming down. All the volunteers and families we're serving will get to meet the artist, have hang out, and, and then attend a, a concert that's open. We are going to take a love offering. So if you're listening down in Jackson, Mississippi, or Little Rock, Arkansas, or Memphis, or Cortova, you know, Tennessee, Nashville, Birmingham, Atlanta, come on over for the day and, and just, you know, come hang out and, and go to the concert and you'll learn more about the ministry of ATSO because there's another arm mark, Mike, that mm-hmm. I'm really passionate about these days. And well, I've been passionate since we launched it sure. five years ago. That's our safe house ministry arm. And we haven't really talked about it a lot lately, the next four or five weeks, because we've been talking about this disaster relief trip. Mm-hmm. But Mike, we are building our 14th facility and this is a campus more in a minute but we're building a campus for children who've been rescued from sex trafficking because mike the fifty-five thousand volunteers that serve with us half of them are skilled right and half are like you and i they're less skilled but they Mm -hmm. want to give back sure where we've been taking skilled volunteers all over the country and we're building safe places for women and children who've been rescued from trafficking Mm. those who've been rescued it's free we provide um, they, they get the emotional, spiritual, and physical help. We partner with ministry, so we don't lead it after we build it or after we renovate a building. But Mike, right now in Ohio, it's Safe Harbor. That's the ministry we partner with. We're building a $7.5 million campus, six cottages. Each cottage will hold 
uh, has four bedrooms. Each okay. girl that's rescued will right. have a place that she can shut the door at night and lock it and feel safe and secure. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll have her own bedroom, her own bathroom, but mm-hmm. she'll share the cottage. That's what we're calling them, cottages. Each cottage will hold four four children, and there'll be a house mom that lives there 24-7. Mm-hmm. They're going to go to school on this campus. They're going to get the medical support. There's an equine facility we're building in the fall. Amazing. Animals play a big part in trauma. But they can go there for multiple years, girls between 14 and 18, and get the help they need while their family, too, gets counseling That's right. on how to move forward. And, and think about this, folks, what Steve is saying about these safe houses or any other part of the ministry. Here it is. You can pray. You can pray for us. You can pray for these the, the different um, facets of the ministry. You can come and volunteer, and your life will be changed. And, you know, as we always say, you can donate. And you can donate PayPal, you know, Cash App. Do we still sign checks, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, we still cash checks. Yes, you can, right. Yeah, you can mail a check to our P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. We'll give the address again later on. It's on our Facebook page and our website. This campus, Mike, and, and I was just there last weekend. My wife and I went in for our grandson's one-year birthday party. That was oh, a lot of fun. Nice. So shout out to Liam Tiber in Ohio. <laughs> who's, I, I don't know if he's listening, but he's, he's one-year-old now and <laughs> well, future leader of Eight Days of Hope. Sure. But I snuck over and looked at the campus, and you know, just Mike, I'm telling you, mm. I'm not trying to like puff it up, exaggerate. You know, be Mike. I step on that, and you've been there. It's like being on holy ground. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, 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 it is emotional. Um, knowing that June 1st, this campus is going to open. You know, mm-hmm. we've partnered with with We Are Messengers and Ben Fuller and, and Cochran and Company, now Jonathan Traylor, to get the word out mm-hmm. uh, about trafficking, and people have donated millions of dollars. We're doing the labor for free. But, Mike, you were there. You actually got yeah, to walk yeah, in a chapel. Absolutely. Mike, I believe girls who don't even think a God exists, because if God existed, why would he allow him for this to happen? But I believe they're going to meet Jesus there, and, and I believe generations will be affected uh, for the kingdom. Lives will definitely be changed. I know as my wife and I walked around, matter of fact, Steve, just the other day, I was going through my phone, cleaning out some duplicate pictures, and we got some, I I teared up looking at the pictures we took down there of of the campus, you know, uh, the rooms and just the grounds themselves. You're right. It was like walking on holy ground. Just the presence of the Lord was there, and there wasn't even anybody in the houses yet. So when they get to those houses, there's going to be life-changing experiences. Yeah, you know, I was talking to some of the artists, and I think I think we're going to have another announcement maybe next week about another Christian music artist who's going to come alongside ADs Hope to try to get the story out. And, and she um, is passionate about trafficking, oh, and she is drawn to fantastic. what God is doing through the ministry of ADs Hope, and she wants to be a part of that. We're, we're just kind of you know, finalizing some things before we make the official announcement, as she will as well. Some of these artists, Mike, have talked to both me and Melissa Brown, who's the founder of Safe Harbor. Yep. She's the executive director. She's going to be leading it once they open it on June 1st. These artists have said, we would love to come back in, in no charge and just lead. And your, just do some worship. And just do yeah. some worship. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, one of the ideas on this campus is we're going to actually make a little area where they can have campfires and, and, and it'll be like, uh, it'll be, um, Theaters, not theater seats, but 
um, how do you, how do you word that? Where it's like circular, and then there'll be different levels that people can sit, and it'll be like a worship area. Sure, I and don't know so what you call it, but I know what you're talking oh, yes. about. Oh yeah, uh, like a coliseum, but, yeah. but not a coliseum. You know, just right. round in nature, and you sit there around the campfire. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, I can't wait to see what how God uses Safe Harbor. Well, um, I'll tell you, you know, uh, and and hats off to all the volunteers that have come, oh, will yes. come, and all the donors that have just stepped up to get this. Jo- it, it's the most horrendous crime of uh, of all times, you have to say, of what's happening to these young ladies and, and young young boys at times. You know, again, listening today, Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days Hope. So we have four arms of the ministry that we we actually lead or, or are a part of. We have a rapid response arm that goes anywhere in the country. You have to be 16 years of age, and it's an active disaster site. If you are 16 to 18, you have to come with a legal guardian or a parent. But we go right away, like the next day or right. two after a disaster. And then we have a rebuilding arm, which is happening in March, March 9th to the 16th in Amory, Mississippi. It's family friendly. It's a great mission trip. We provide food and lodging. It's free once again. And we rebuild hundreds of homes in eight days. Then we have a mass feeding arm. Right. So when power goes out in a city like Laplace, Louisiana, after Hurricane Ida, for 25, 27 days, we were able to provide food through a church. It's always through a local church. Okay. And we provide food to families who have nowhere to find food because there's no power. There's no restaurants mm-hmm. open. The, the supermarkets, right. done. let yeah. alone maybe destroyed because of, of the disaster. Mm-hmm. And then we have the safe house arm. So if you're skilled, if you're less skilled, can you make food? Uh, are you a good carpenter? Uh, can you drive a truck? Can you work the administration? Uh, are you gifted at uh, folding T-shirts or doing laundry? We there have laundry go. units that go out uh, after floods and, 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 and help families with their laundry. There's a place for you at Eight Days of Hope. Yeah, and you know, when I think about that, back to the mass feeding unit, these are units, this unit can be deployed without us officially having another event another another uh, arm another arm. so it can go by itself you're right. right that's what i mean to say yeah, yeah so so the mass feeding unit is is multiple units we have trained about 150 people now to make food safely out of these units and this unit can make thousands and thousands and thousands of meals incredible. over a couple hours incredible and and we park it at a church we let the church hand out the food because we're going to go home and we want the local church to shine it's always go. about the local that's church because it. we go on to the next thing and, and we get food. Mike, I was in the Place, Louisiana after Hurricane Ida, and I saw a single mom mm-hmm. with a baby on her lap uh, as she was waiting in line for food. And I saw a church member at New Wine Christian Fellowship Church, our newest partner in Laplace. Yes. Thank you, Pastor Neil Bernard, for coming alongside 80s yes, of Hope. Yes, yes. And, and by, by giving her food, giving her diapers, and just talking to her and praying with her, we had a, we have a new sister in Christ because in the food yes. line, mm. this lady gave her heart to the Lord. She's plugged into the local church, and it's because volunteers came and served with eight days of hope. You know, Steve, I got a hitchhike on this story here. I was at a doctor's visit, and there were several, um, you know, folks standing there, and the lady was asking me to reschedule something. Long story short, I'll, I said I'll be in aim. I'm you know I'll be on a missions trip, and began to talk about eight days of hope and that particular story. I was talking about a mom being in the car and, you know, us giving her food and they needed diapers and the whole place got still mm. and they're listening to the story. And all of a sudden I realize I'm, I'm in this doctor's office with you know, at least, you know, seven, eight people wanting to hear more. A couple, actually two people stopped 
my wife and I really? on the way out, and we're asking about it. Well, you know, what what is this eight days of hope? Yeah. And it's all because of these God-sized stories that we're talking about. Every Saturday uh, at this time on this station that you're listening, or if you're listening on a podcast, Spotify or Apple um, Music, or if you go to our website and just listen to a past show, we, we do share some God-sized stories from the mission field. And today, Mike, we have a very unique story. We have uh, two missionaries with us. Caleb and his wife, Megan, have a boatload of kids. They remind me a little bit of your daughter because, you know, <laughs> they, they just, they're younger and sure. the kids are everywhere. And yep. it's so much fun, so uh-huh. much energy. They're missionaries, but wait till you hear Caleb's story. So they've sold their house. Mm. They, they live in a trailer that they bought, and they travel the country with eight days of hope. No, no, and, this, this entire family. This entire family. This that's right. And, and Caleb, <laughs> he... Um, he met the Lord, and, and he's going to share his story of some of the things he was a part of before he met Jesus. Okay. And now why he serves with eight days of hope. And it mm-hmm. involves our safe house ministry. Oh, okay. So we're going to be careful. We know kids are listening, but you want to listen to today. You don't want to change the dial today because Caleb, uh, he's a very good communicator. He shares his passion. He he He's not... Of course, we all are ashamed of things we've done before we knew the Lord. And, and we're right. not perfect still, right? We're still sinners saved by grace. Right. But his story is a story of redemption. Mm. And it's a story of um, Caleb made some terrible choices and, and did some things that you and I in the world and God would look down on. And maybe some things that others that are listening today have done or maybe, again, don't know his full story. No, like 90% of his story. Maybe things you and I have done, Mike. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's how God will take the broken the mess and turn them into masterpieces. Clean it up, right. And they clean it up and Absolutely. then use it to do kingdom work. And that's, that's what it. I love about Caleb's story. That's it. When he shares about where he was, where he is today, and how God is using him today and why he's doing what he's today, you want to hang out with us today. And that's glory to God. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you want to be in the loop of what 8 Days Hope is doing, we will invite you every time we go anywhere. There's two ways to do it. Go to our website, 8dayshope.com. If it's your first time there, a box will drop down. Submit your email address, and we will not blow up your email. I promise you. But we will invite you to go whenever God opens the door for us to serve somebody. Or you can sign up for our text alerts. All you have to do is text the number 86373-86373. Text the word HOPE to 86373, and you'll get our text alerts. You might get a text a month. You might get one a month. You're not going to get text after text. We're not going to be asking you for money every other month. We, that's not who we are. But you will be, because maybe you can't come, but you can pray. Mm. Yes. And and that's so important. Sometimes Absolutely. sometimes even I forget. I mean, we had we had a guest on last week, Terry and Dana Pickens, they were talking about the ministry's been bathed in prayer. Mm-hmm. We start the day in prayer. We when we meet the family, we pray with them. When we when we circle up and before we start the work, we pray. We we pray at night. We do worship and devote. I mean, we're we're prayer warriors. Pray for the ministry of eight days open. Sign up for our, our alerts. Or you can also follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. I love that term, circle up. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and it's eight days, of, eight days of hope term, which simply means we're going to pray, and we're serious <laughs> we about do, praying. We do, we do. Every single, I tell you, our staff meetings, we, we start every day, every staff meeting with prayer mm-hmm. and a devotion, every sure. single one. 
If not, we're not having that meeting. Uh, prayer and devotion on staff meetings. Do you lead worship? No, no you do yeah, sing. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. no so, so what? We, it's interesting. Is Mike? We, we we don't have a very big staff, but every staff member takes a different week and it rotates. So everybody oh, and some people are a little bit more comfortable, and some people aren't. So we're watching some of our leaders, our staff members, grow, grow and sharing, as, as they yeah. share a, a five minute devotion. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun. Hmm. All right. So when we come back, we're going to be talking to Caleb Nayland. He's a missionary with Eight Days of Hope, and um, you want to hear this story, I promise you. Uh, it will encourage you, and if you're out there struggling with some of the things that Caleb is going to talk about, uh, there is hope. You'll learn more in a minute. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. Over the last 19 years, we have traveled the country to love and serve the brokenhearted by helping them rebuild their homes after natural disasters. Today, we're ready and excited to announce Eight Days of Hope 20 is happening March 9th to March 16th in Amory, Mississippi. Last year in March, Amory saw an EF3 tornado come through the town and damage thousands of homes, and there was even loss of life. And now we as the body of Christ get a chance to serve this community again through March 9th through March 16th. You're invited. It's free. We provide food and lodging and there's something for everyone. Can you bring your family? Yes, you can. During the outreach, we're also going to have a special night of worship with Darren Mulligan from We Are Messengers, Ben Fuller and Jonathan Traylor at a free concert for the volunteers and the families alike. Please join us. All the information is on our website, 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating your doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A dot com. I stand in front of the mirror But I don't like who's looking back at me Wish I could see things clearer Oh, like who I'm supposed to be In every trial, lift me higher Through the fire, hold me tighter Remind me again that I was made for more Our dear friend Ben Fuller singing Who I Am. And yes, Ben has been everywhere. Eight Days of Hope has been the last three years from Laplace to Lake Charles to Buffalo to Fort Myers. And yes, he and Darren Mulligan and our friend Jonathan Traylor, uh, Darren Mulligan, we are messengers. They're coming to Eight Days of Hope 20. That's right. We've never done this before In, in, in 19 years. We're bringing a tour to the outreach, mm-hmm. and they're going to put on a free nice. concert love offering for those who are just showing up. And that's in Tupelo, Mississippi on March 14th. All the information is on our website, ATS. As a matter of fact, I was driving here, Mike, Steve Tiber with Mike Fiala. Mm-hmm. I was driving here today, and um, I think I still have it. Um, who texts me at 547 in the morning? 
Ben Fuller. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're on their way to Georgia to do a concert, and uh, just sharing some prayer requests. We do that from time to time. He's a great guy. Well, and I'll tell you, that Down song, Who I Am, never, ever gets old. I and, agree. You know, it's just something that I resonates. Agree. Every time you hear it, it's almost like the, almost like the first time. <laughs> and you know, music, you've been in music. You were a worship leader for decades you know, with with us, with Kingdom Bound, a, a huge Christian mm-hmm. festival up in New York and, and so many other places. You've traveled the country and you've done worship. Uh, some songs, after you hear them like 50 times, 100 times, 300 times, oh, sure. can, you're like, all right, yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, Next yeah. song. You're <laughs> yeah. right, though. That one song, you know, it's, it's yeah. Anyways, Who I hey, Am, Ben Fuller. He's going to be in Amory, Mississippi with us. Caleb Nayland is, uh, him and his wife, Megan, are missionaries with 80s Hope. And we're going to introduce him in a minute. He's got a boatload of kids. Oh, okay. He's got a unique story. And I just love what God is doing and how God redeems Mm -hmm. and how God allows people to overcome because of his love and the Holy Spirit. So, Caleb, welcome to Hope Reigns. How are you, my friend? Hey, good morning. I'm doing well, Steve. How are you? Good. So I just saw you a couple weeks ago, you and your wife, Megan. And what I love about your family, I love a lot about your family, by the way. But when, when you guys come... Your kids come, and when your kids come, uh, there is energy in the room. Uh, Caleb, tell tell us a little bit about your wife, Megan, and your children, and uh, how you learned about Eight Days of Hope and maybe your first trip. Yeah, so um, awesome story, actually. I'll keep it short, but me and my wife met when I was 10, and she was 8 at a church that my great-great-grandfather started in, uh, like, the early 1900s. Um, so yeah, we've known each other since then, early age. Uh, we've been married for March will be, uh, actually right after the rebuild, uh, we'll be uh, married for 11 years. We have six kids. Our newest was just born, Jedediah. Um, his middle name is Smiley, which is actually the middle <laughs> name of the founder of the church that we met at. So yeah. It was, uh, oh, amazing. Give us all their names, because you got some cool names in there. Okay. Yeah, so the first one is Roper, and the second one is Boaz, James, uh, Abner, um, let's see, Dawson. Now, don't forget any Zayla. now. <laughs> don't yeah, forget. I know, right? Uh, Zayla is the only girl, and then Jedediah is the last one. <laughs> so, Mike, when yeah. I see them, I love his kids. I can't remember these names to save my life. I, I, I'm like, which one is you, man? Who are you? I'm, I'm thankful they have name tags on. <laughs> Oh my! I just started going with numbers. Hey, you're number one. You're number four. Quit fighting. Oh gosh! Uh, All right, first trip. First trip to Eight Days of Hope. How'd you hear about it? Where was your first trip? Uh, I heard about it on the radio, American Family Radio, um, eighty-eight point three out of Huntsville, Texas, and then uh, Laplace, Louisiana, um, was our first trip. Oh wow! Okay, just a couple years ago. Yep. Yep. So Steve was telling me. Uh, Caleb, but you, you have like a mobile home and you're traveling with seven, six kids and, and your wife, that's gotta be an experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell us, <laughs> tell about, us that. about that. Encourage people yeah. out there why they should sell their home, buy a trailer and do mission work. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the right person for that. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, there is eight of us living in a, uh, roughly 40 foot travel trailer, um, that we just remodeled. Um, love that. But um, it does get tight, but let me tell you what it does. <laughs> I guess does. so. <laughs> it forces our kids to be outside more. Ooh, and I, I that's like that. an awesome thing. I like that. So, yeah, everywhere we go, they're outside playing in the in God's creation and playing in the forest and the trees and 
um, bringing snakes home to mom. And uh, yeah, so it's awesome. <laughs> uh, dude, I don't know if you journal, but I, just being around your family the last two, two and a half years or so. And again, we're talking to Caleb Neeland. Uh, Caleb and Megan are missionaries with 8 Days Hope. Go to 8dayshope.com, click who we are, click on the missionary tab, and take a look at their picture. Now, does that picture have your newest edition, number six, in there? It does. It was updated in December okay. at the okay. uh, weekend of Hope. All right, yeah. all right. And I love when your family comes because our numbers double like that day for volunteers because <laughs> like, the Nalans are coming. But but now you're missionaries, and so you went with 8 Days of Hope, and God spoke to you. How, Talk to the listeners a little bit. Tell us a little bit more about your serving, your your living life, and then God shows you and Megan that you're supposed to become full-time missionaries. You raise all their own support. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But um, that is pretty daunting with six kids. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How did that go down? Yeah. Um, Well, to be fair, we started it was only four uh, when God gave us the dream, (laughs) when God gave us the idea. Uh, when he called us, I guess, um, we were, we were four pregnant with five. Um, and we, it was, um, it was really, it was during COVID I'd lost my job and almost everything that we had worked so hard for was going to be gone. Uh, it was threatened. It was, um, we, we didn't have income coming in and I was like, we're going to lose everything. So what if we actually answered the call that God has told us to sell everything and become missionaries and then getting rid of everything would actually be uh, beneficial for the kingdom Hmm. instead of just losing it and losing our income. And so we prayed and we went on our first trip uh, to Laplace and we were like, God, we just want like we did a fleece player prayer, you know, like we laid it out. We were like, God, we want a clear answer. It has to be clear. If we're going to give up everything, travel with this many kids in an RV and keep our sanity. Like we have to know it's from you. We have to know it's from you. And God gave us the scripture. Um, and I should have wrote it down, but it, um, it goes, blessed are those who leave mother and father, children and family or sell the farm for my name's sake, for they will inherit the kingdom of heaven. It's amazing. And we called our property the farm. It was our farm. We we raised our own food, and we had a farmhouse on it and everything else. And uh, that was just, that was it. Me and Megan, we heard that. Um, we read that scripture together on a Sunday morning at church. We both looked at each other with tears in our eyes and said, okay, it's yours. Wow. Um, a year later, we became, or yeah, right about nine months later, we became missionaries. So. You know, Steve the, the, is what he always does. It points to me and says, "You ask a question." I'm just so blown away yeah, I, at what I've yeah. just heard. And you know, I probably have a off the wall question. Like, so you're you, you live in this mobile home? What, do you have land that you park this on, or you're just are you going from place to place to place? Yeah, so um, we have some family land that allows us to uh, to park it whenever oh, okay. we go home. Um, so we have a place to park it um, currently. We actually, after the the December trip, um, the weekend of hope, sorry, after Ohio when we left, I went home and built uh, a tiny house. And when I mean tiny, it's like less than 300 square foot. Um, <laughs> so, I'm sure six so kids actually, and can fit right in that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. yeah. How, how many, so bed- how many bedrooms leave, does that have? Know, Hey, it actually has two bedrooms. Of course yeah, it does. Why not? Oh, sure. my gosh. I love it. <laughs> Talking to Caleb Nayland, he is a missionary, him and his wife, and if you want to support him, he's just starting to tell his story. Hang tight because we're about to take a little turn here in a minute. But they have literally 
Mike, they mm-hmm. have said, Lord, we're yours, use us. Everything. And, yeah. and, and they're not like 65 and retired. You know, they've done their journey and they're going to lean on their Social Security check and their, you know, their 401k. Right. This is a couple, Mike, they're stepping out in faith. Mm, amazing. Yeah. And you can support them. Go to 8daysofhope.com, click under the Who We Are, the Missionary tab, and look at their picture. Click on the link on underneath their picture with their six kids, including their latest. Um, I'm not going to repeat their names. I wrote them down, but I don't even know if I can pronounce them all. But um, you can make a donation, and and none of it will stay with 8 Days of Hope. They will get access to those funds so they can travel the country. I mean, you guys have been, you've been from Buffalo to Louisiana, to Florida, to Mississippi, Ohio, and everywhere in between. I mean, Caleb, this journey is is not a typical journey of a family here in America. No, it's not. But, you know, I traveled overseas some um, before we became full-time missionaries and to Mexico Mm. and uh, to Kenya. And it's not uncommon for a family to live in close quarters everywhere else in the world. Sure. Mm. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, but yes, it is not a common is, quote unquote American dream life to yes. live in a camper and travel around full time for well, sure. I, I guarantee you this is going to happen, Mike. And ask me next week when we do our next show. But but I I know we're going to get an email or a phone call from some family Absolutely. saying. Hey, can you give us Caleb's contact information? Because we have lots of questions. Because we think sure. God is calling us to do something, and with homeschooling now, and you know, really, even because of COVID, homeschooling around the country in some markets that it was really frowned upon. I mean, we live in right. in, in a state where homeschooling hasn't always been super embraced, and yet uh-huh. homeschooling. My daughter is right now; she's a senior in high school, and we're homeschooling my daughter. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, it is happening more and more. Let's do this, Caleb, just because it's time. Let, let's shift gears. Let's shift gears, Caleb. There's there's a, there's a past to, to all of our journeys before we say yes to Jesus. So why don't we take four or five minutes and talk about who you were before you met Jesus, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the redemptive side of what God is doing in your life now. So go ahead and take a couple minutes to share. It never gets <laughs> it never gets easier to talk about. Um, but there was a side um, of my life. See, I was um, I grew up in a, uh, a split family, divorced home multiple times. And somewhere along um, my early age of around eight years old, I discovered uh, pornography through a family member. And that consumed my life um, as a as a child. Um, I don't believe our brains are ever. They're not created to be able to withstand um things like that at an early age. So um, it consumed most of my life going through high school and everything else. I, I, I played the part, Steve. I went to church. I went to youth group. Um, I, I did all the right things, you know. Um, but deep down, there was always this um, desire to consume um, just pornography and, and allow it to consume me back. Um so I uh, graduated high school, went straight into the oil field, went to work, uh, met my wife, uh, or we met my wife early. We started dating again. Um, we got engaged. Um, life was going good. And uh, I went out um, to West Texas to work um, at an oil field job that I thought was, you know, going to be the where I would retire. I, I was making lots of money and living the American dream and, you know, starting up a company. It was great. Um, but the consumption of pornography never ended. Um, she never knew about that. Um, 
You never knew about that. And I say thing, I say it this way, what you consume will eventually consume you. Uh, and that's what happened. Um, that's what happened to me. And, um, I reached a point where I was like, this isn't enough. You know, pornography isn't enough alone. Like, um, I'm going to, I'm going to act out on it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. Um, I was in bed one night and I, I decided that I would, uh, hire pleasure. Um, and as awful as it sounds, as hard as it is, um, to repeat, I rented, you know, rented a person, mm. um, for a time. And, uh, I left from that event and went home and, uh, I put a gun to my head and I started to squeeze the trigger and I wanted to kill myself. I, I, I couldn't live with the shame of knowing what I just did. Um, and, um, there's a quote that says the the loneliest person or the most unhappiest person in the world is that that just experienced everything that was said to fulfill him and left unfulfilled. Ooh. And that was me. Goodness. That was who I was. I, I was, I, I had just experienced everything I said, you know, that would just, just one time. And, um, it nearly, uh, costed me my life and what would be even more, um, than just my physical life. I would have lost my soul. I would have spent eternity in hell. I didn't know, I didn't know Jesus. I knew about him. I went to church and did all the right things, but I didn't know Christ as my Lord and Savior. I didn't right. know him, um, in that manner. Um, Ooh, what, 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 what led you to take a right hand turn? Mm-hmm. My family. Um, so I, um, I left from that event and I said, there has to be something, there has to be something different that I'm not doing right, that I can shift to in order to, to defeat this, in order to get this out of my life. Cause I didn't want it. You know, I, there's this, there's this idea that everybody that watches porn wants it and and your fleshly desires, I believe that's true. But I did not deep down inside. I hated it. Mm-hmm. I hated who I was when I was consuming it. Um, I hated who it turned me into. Um, I was angrier. I, I was just bitter. And I, I just hated everything. And I, I just, I wanted something different. And I knew that God was the answer. But I didn't know how to get to that point. Um, and ultimately, the ultimate point was surrender. Um, the ultimate point was just surrendering to say, Hey, this is what I want. This is what my flesh desires, but I want what you want more Lord. And, um, I was at a revival, um, at our church and I surrendered my life. I walked up front, um, and I said, Hey, look, I've pretended to be someone that I'm not for my entire life. Um, and I can't do that anymore this is who I was and this is who I want to be. I want to be on the right side of eternity. I want to spend my life serving God and serving the Lord. And I just surrendered everything at that point. Caleb, how did that first step play out when now you have to go to your wife and you have to talk about these things? What walk us through that a little bit. So unfortunately, um, I kept that part of my story a secret for a long time. Um, she knew about the addiction to porn, but thought it was something that I did in high school. 
or something prior to our engagement. Um, but it was, uh, but she didn't know about um, the betrayal. Uh, we were engaged at the time that that event took place, mm-hmm. and um, she didn't know about any of that until COVID, um, or right before, yeah, right before COVID, or right around that 2020 um, year. And uh, that was a year of growth um, for us. A lot of people hate the year 2020, and for reasons I'm sure there are right. plenty of. Uh, reasons to hate it but year the year 2020 was a year of growth for us and for uh, our family i finally confessed what i did and i invited her in and i really and truthfully believe that's when the full healing effect happened Mm. is when i no longer had that burden hanging over when i no longer had that secret behind yeah, when, yeah, when, exactly. when, yeah when, you, when you step away from the guilt and shame, and, and if you're addicted to anything, and I've been there, um, you know, I've shared my journey in the past, not with porn, but but with gambling, and there there's freedom that comes when you're not, you know, in, in shackles to something that mm-hmm. distracts you from everything else in the world, because that becomes your sole focus, and if you're listening today, and Maybe you know right now you're 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 battling alcoholism or or um, you know food overeating or pornography. Um, you know our God will meet you at the lowest point. He's met Caleb at the lowest point and has you know he, he's the great physician and he will heal and he is helping Caleb and Megan walk through this season and just in three years, going on four years. God has restored and blessed and now has allowed him to be the hands and feet of Jesus without mm. faking it. And, and Mike, you know, sure. you've been a part freedom. of church leadership and there is freedom. Freedom. Yeah. There, there's freedom. I, I know we've got to take a break. We're, we're a little bit late. Um, Caleb, listeners, hold on there. Just, just hold on to his story as of this point, because I want to talk now a little bit about, we all know pornography is driving trafficking. It's the fastest growing crime in the world. Mm -hmm. And again, if you're with your kids, I promise you, Mike, Caleb, and I will not overstep a line and put you in a situation that you got to change the dial. But when we come back, we we do want to talk two things, Caleb. I want you to address people out there listening. Maybe they have an addiction to porn. I'd like you to give them some hope and maybe some guidance. But then I want to talk about what you're doing now after meeting Jesus, after repenting your sins, after after have being restored of now what you're doing for the kingdom um, in regards to trafficking. So we'll do that in a minute. You listen to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. Do you know over the last 19 years, Eight Days of Hope has helped over 9,000 families rebuild their homes for free in the aftermath of a natural disaster. About 55,000 volunteers have traveled coast to coast with 8 Days of Hope. And today, we're excited to announce 8 Days of Hope 20, our 20th rebuilding trip from March 9th to March 16th in Amory, Mississippi. Last year in March, an EF3 tornado came through the town and wreaked havoc. Thousands of families had damage done their homes and there was loss of life. And now you and I get a chance to be the body of Christ, the hands and feet of Jesus, and you can join us. It's free. We provide food and lodging and all the information's on our website at 8daysofhope.com. Please join us during the outreach on March 14th. We are messengers Ben Fuller and Jonathan Trailer are going to put on a free concert for the volunteers and the families. Again, all the information's on our website. Go to 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. Eight Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. 
Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Got a lot in my past, got a lot on my mind. There's a lot of things I want back, there's a lot of me I don't like. But I call just as I am to you, and I know just what you're gonna do when I need grace. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tyra, Mike Fiel, a little bit more of a somber feel this, Mike. We're talking to Caleb Nayland. He is right. one of our missionaries, and he has just described Mike um, and, and shared you know, mm-hmm. with the world right. that he was living two lives involved in pornography. Um, he was engaged to his wife, actually physically uh, crossed a line with, mm-hmm. with a person and uh, um, and, and you know, sinned and and was so caught up, and then it finally at, at some point, mm-hmm. you know, confessed his sins, fell on his knees, repented, right. and God has restored him. And his marriage today is not what you know what it would have been if he stayed in that. Mike, there's so many people out there fighting this sure. pornography thing, and yet here is a story of hope, courage. And uh, Caleb, you have uh, displayed to the listeners and to myself and Steve the courage. To, to fess up to this, the courage to step forward. And so, you know, we are interested in your redemptive story. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're not, applaud, you know, we're not applauding the sin. We're applauding the fact that Caleb said enough's right. enough. And, and, and I right. can't continue to live this life because it, it, yeah. it will kill me. Right. And, and so, Caleb, so just speak for a moment. We don't have much time because I really want to get into also what you're doing now, you know, to do kingdom work. But to someone out there, pornography is, is, is out of control in churches. Some estimate mm. as many as 50, 52, 54% of men, young boys who go to church because it's so accessible, are, are dabbling mm. or are just in, entangled with pornography. Speak to the person out there that's listening. No one knows. No one knows. He, he or she has hidden it, and, and, and maybe they're faking it. And, and maybe they do love Jesus, and yet this pornography addiction has just captured them. G- give them some hope. Give them some guidance. The best thing I can tell you is to, to, to first put it down, to put it down and to walk away and to tell Jesus that you're done with it, that you choose him over it. It's not going to be an overnight thing. Um, it's not, but you can overcome it. Find somebody, a trusted individual. Don't broadcast it out there yeah, at first. Like that. Find a trusted individual. If, it, if you are married, your spouse is your warrior with you. You chose to do life with them. With uh, of all the people in the world, you chose your spouse. Right, that's good. It's going to be difficult at first, but there is no one, no one better to be on my side than my wife as a prayer warrior. Find somebody to to tr- that you trust in. Speak to them. Let them know where you're where you're at. Let them know where you want to be. Find a prayer warrior and get involved. Um, get involved with the men's group. 
and one that one that involved in learning about the Bible, not just the story, not just the story time, but get involved with the men's group. And uh, um, there is there is lots of good resources um, out there that can help you overcome this. But the greatest one, you know, is Jesus. And that there's a um, you talked about the, uh, the the bravery and and everything. And I I, um, I thank you for that statement. But there's a scripture in, in Matthew. I think it's eighteen six. And it says, better is though better is the one have a millstone wrapped around his neck and thrown into the depths of the sea than hurt one of these little ones. Mm. Steve, I, I just want to be used to prevent a millstone from somebody's head. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. This pornography will take you so much further than what you than what you think. Sure. It will take you into depth that you've never seen. Yeah. So if yeah. you're listening, let 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 today be the last day. Let today be the last day. And, and just confessing your sins, not only to our Father in Heaven, but to a trusted loved one, a spouse if you have one, a significant other, if you're dating someone or you're engaged, but but just sharing that. And I like your point, you know, not telling the world, hey, I was a porn addict for the last two years and I've been clean for three days. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that doesn't, but but it's it's a confess, confessing your sins to our Father and to someone else. Right. There's filters out there you can put on your on your computers and Absolutely. your phones that will protect and send reports to, to your loved ones on, on what sites you went. Uh, one, two. All right, let's change gears. So we, we know that trafficking is the fastest growing crime in the world, mainly due to pornography. Uh, adult women, children, both boys and girls, mainly girls, but boys as well. Eight Days of Hope now. we you know Right now, we are currently building a $7.5 million campus with Safe Harbor. It's in the middle of Ohio. Uh, the town they're telling the world publicly is Millersburg, Ohio. And Caleb, I, I know that you've been a part of that, and maybe you've been a part of some of the other ones, but this is our 14th project where we're building facilities for free for those who've been rescued from trafficking to get the emotional, the spiritual, the physical help they need. Caleb, how does it feel for you, knowing your past, what you've been a part of, you've, 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 you've repented, you, you're walking with the Lord. You're trying to lead your family, but now you're, you're part of the healing process for mm. women and children who've been rescued. From what goes through your mind when you step on the campus of Safe Harbor or some of the other facilities that we do? What 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 goes? Because your journey is probably a little bit different than most of the journeys of the people mm. there. So talk, <clears throat> tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Safe Harbor was the first um, the first safe house project that I was a part of. And the very first day we went out to that on-site, um, I'll never forget the feeling mm. of knowing knowing both sides mm. now. And um, not in a holier-than-thou way, but I felt like I was, I felt like I, I felt like Paul, that I had a name before Christ, and none of that, that name didn't matter anymore. That name, that name ceased to exist the moment that I turned my life over to Christ and repented and gave him everything. And now I was being used from all of my passion and all of my drive. I had an, 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 an revenue to use those and the gifts that I had to be a part of something bigger than myself and be on the other side mm-hmm. of this and, and provide help and healing and a place of safety for uh, women and, and girls. Um, you can't, I can't describe that feeling. Um, that's the best that I can do. Uh, but it's just, uh, it's an incredible opportunity, um, for sure. Mike and I were talking in our opening segment 
uh, how we felt personally walking on that campus. And I really feel, and to this day, we've done a lot of amazing, God's allowed us to be a part of a lot of amazing things. I mean, we've almost helped now. I believe sometime by the end of the year, we'll, we'll help our 10,000th family rebuild their home before the end of 2024 because of disaster. We've built campuses with Tim Tebow, Frank Reich, an NFL coach. We've built them from Buffalo to Mississippi to South Dakota to Texas and everywhere in between. But when I step on Safe Harbor, Caleb, Mike, um, mm-hmm. something something happens inside me. And and yeah. again, I'm very proud that, that God has allowed us, Eight Days of Hope, and me to be a small part of what he's doing. But there's something special, Mike. And now think about if you're in Caleb's shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you, yeah. ha- you had an ugly past and, and you, you've crossed lines. You, you've been forgiven. You've right. been set free. Right your marriage, your family, you're walking for the Lord, but now you're going to be building a campus. They'll be used long after we're all gone to help those in need. I mean, what, what, what a Saul to Paul story, you know, it's a Saul to Paul story. You and I, um, well, we stepped on the grounds together, uh, not that long ago. And we just described, like you said earlier, what we felt. I just felt as Caleb was expressing himself that, there's a depth there that you and I could never experience. Yeah, I, I you know, it, I mean, yeah. obviously we're not saying, please do that so you can experience this depth. Right. But no, there's just something there that, Caleb, I believe God is going to use you in a powerful mm. way. It still is yeah. or is now, yeah. but even in a greater way to help uh, those that have been trafficked, to help those that are caught up in pornography. Sure. So praise sure. God for what you've experienced and yeah. where you are now. I'm just a statement. Yeah, and I, I, I think you're onto something, Mike. And, and I don't know, you know, this is part of this, you know, Jesus taught by sharing stories. This is a story that our listeners can take on. You know, I'm not blind to the fact that there's someone listening today that has that 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 hidden sin in their life and it's consuming their life and or they've start, started down recently down that right. slippery slope. You know, when you come serve with us on our safe houses, you need to be skilled and there is a background check. And so, you know, we need to protect the integrity of the campus. Now, this campus hasn't opened yet, but there's a background check. There's a non-disclosure you have to sign. There's some things that we have to do to protect the girls. But if you're out there and and you've had a checkered past, and maybe you've even crossed more lines that would not allow you to serve with us on our, our safe house ministry, you know, if you're a follower of Jesus, God will still use you in some amazing ways to share the goodness of who he is in you, even though... That's right. You and I and others have had troubled past because that's who God is. You know, He is a redeemer and, and he forgives and he loves and his mercy never ends. Caleb, you're getting ready to go to Amory, Mississippi with your family. And, and so, mm-hmm. yes, you help out with safe houses and you do rebuild trips. You've been a part of a lot of things, Eight Days of Hope. You know, you're a missionary. You raise your own support. Do you ever go to bed at night saying, did I make a mistake? You know, hmm. Am I crazy? I mean, what? And I'm just thinking. I mean, I'm looking at your young kid. You're, you know, you're a good speaker. Uh, love you and your family. But I mean, you're you are living on the edge, not in a bad way, but for Jesus Christ. But do you ever have those second thoughts laying down, like, what the heck did I just do? <laughs> uh, there on the really hard days, Steve. I have to be honest. On the really hard days, sure. The other side of the the other side of the street always looks greener. Yeah. Right. But but when you're standing on the other side, and I've been on the other side, this is the true green pasture. Mm. And when I lay down at night, I know that the Lord's going to wake me up in the morning, or if he chooses to. But when he wakes me up in the morning, I'm in his will, 
and there's nothing greater than knowing that you are in the will of God. That's right. There's there's just not. Amen. Just now, listeners out there, think about raising a family of six kids, including an infant. They're going to be on a mission trip together as a family. So if you've never traveled as a family, come join us, 80shope.com, for all the details. If you can't make it down in, in a couple of weeks in Mississippi, we, we go all across the country, 12 months a year, sign up for our email alerts or text alerts. But you have a chance today to do something. And I'm going to ask you to maybe even forego a donation to 80s of Hope today. But would you go to 8dayshope.com under the tab Who We Are and click on the missionary page and look for Caleb and Megan's picture. And they have a, a link. And when you give to them, it's tax deductible. But those dollars are going to allow Megan and Caleb to maintain their tiny, tiny house, to maintain their trailer, but more as importantly, to provide food and clothes and, you know, the dental bills and all the things happen. You can do that today. Make a donation, support Caleb and Megan um, in their jury. Caleb, we, we only have literally like 90 seconds, two minutes. If someone's out there today and they've never been on a missions trip, why should they consider not only 8 Days Hope, but any organization, when you serve on a mission trip, what happens to you personally? Why should someone join us in this journey? Because your mindset will shift from being focused on yourself and your, mm. your problems, That's not good. saying they don't exist, but it will shift to someone else. And, and that frees you from being, um, from being selfish and and you can focus on someone else's needs and desires and when that happens god will replenish what you have lost throughout the year mm. there's nothing there's nothing out there like serving god and serving others mm. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Mike, um, again, we're, we're running short of time, but and I know we want to pray for, for them. Thank you so much, Caleb, for who you are in Jesus. Um, you, you haven't had the easiest journey, and yet now you're on a unique journey with your family as you serve as full-time missionaries, raise your own support. Again, go to 8dayshope.com, missionary tab, click on the Nalens link and give to them today. Mike, we're, I'm going to ask you to close in prayer here in a minute, but just thinking back to his story, um, what, what goes through your mind? There's two major factors that, that came up, confession mm. and accountability after confession. Sure. And those are the two things that are going to sustain started the process and will sustain them. So if you're caught up in this, please confess and then be held accountable. And it's hard. I've been there. When you look at your wife in the eyes or you look at your your spouse in the eyes or a family member and you share something that is going to break their heart, you think, and break, you know, just it's it's a betrayal. But but what it is, that is the first step toward redemption, Mm -hmm. right? right? I mean, humility and you know lord i need you i'm 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 i can't do this i'm on my back and my hands are are extended will you come get me because i need your help and that's what caleb did mike pray for caleb caleb thank you so much brother first of all before we pray for you man i love you i love your heart love your family uh, still can't say all the kids' names, but I'm excited. I know that one <laughs> one day you'll pick a boring name like Steve or John. Or, uh, now, now, if you're John out there, don't email me and say my name's not boring. But uh, love you, brother. Can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks, Mike. Yeah, what, thank you too, Steve. Mike, can you pray for, yeah. for Caleb and Megan, please? Father, we bring Caleb and Megan to you. Yes. Are, they're already just wrapped up into your arms, your love, your grace, your forgiveness, your mercy, your blessing, uh, just your favor physically, financially, yes, and Lord. the love in this 
house. And then, God, thank you for their testimony that will go forth. Yes. Thank you for their children that are going to have a unique growing up in the Lord by the venture that they're on now. Um, give Caleb peace on those rough days. Yes. And Megan, peace on those rough days, knowing that you have called them for this, this moment Amen. in time to use them in a great way. We bless them, and we thank you for them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Caleb. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, have a good day. All right, take care. Caleb Nalen, Nalen, who is a missionary with 8 Days Hope. Again, go to the website, 8dayshope.com. Support him today. I want to give a shout-out to three of their stations that carry us, at least a couple of them, WIGH in Lexington, Jackson, Tennessee, and also WMSB in Memphis, Bahalia, Mississippi, just 90 miles from our national headquarters down in Tupelo. Wow, you know, our God will meet us at our lowest points. He and will. and yes. once you apologize and once you come clean and once you confess and once you, you, you start to dive in his word and once you start walking with the Lord, it is amazing what he can do because that's who he is. He, he does allow what we view as messes, like I'm right. a mess, Lord. I, you know, yeah. you can never clean me up to do some amazing things for the kingdom. Yeah, and, and we can't allow fear of... Ooh. rejection or fear of we've got to tell our wives or fear of whatever to stand in the way because always we'll we'll stay in this you know in this sin and mm. in this and so it's so freedom 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 is when we confess acknowledge it uh there's freedom there and then accountability and watch god if you're caught up in this stuff bring the right people into your life to help Amen. you like our Facebook page, we share videos all the time, and we encourage you to share them. We're also on Instagram and YouTube. I uh, want to remind you that you have eight days left to volunteer for Eight Days Hope 20. Uh, the cutoff is midnight uh, next Sunday, so you've got a little bit more time to do that. While we're down in Mississippi, we're going to have an open house at our national headquarters on Thursday and at American Family Radio, so you can come volunteer for a couple days. Uh, go visit our headquarters, which is 30 minutes down the road. Go hang out at AFR and see all of our friends there, and then go to the concert in Tupelo. So a lot of good things right around the corner. Mike, I appreciate you. Mm. Uh, you know, that word fear, I remember. I remember when I was caught up in an addiction and and the fear of what would people think if I ever right. really shared where I was at. It's real. Oh, yeah. And and again, you, you also took the right steps. And today, praise God, you're free from that. And uh, I've had a privilege of being able to watch you walk through it and Thank God mm. your testimony is as powerful as anything. I want to thank some of our national partners, and thank you for that, Mike. Uh, some of our national partners, like New Point Community Church in Ohio, uh, not far from Safe Harbor, they've allowed us to stay at their facilities. They sew in monies every year to 8 Days of Hope to cover our fixed costs. So when you donate at 8dayshope.com or by mailing a check, those dollars are passed through. Also want to thank our friends at Covenant Church in Dallas, Texas. Love those guys. Uh, they have been sending volunteers our way, also resources for multiple years. And of course, our friends in Western New York, uh, the Chapel and Revive Wesleyan, one church a little bit north of the city, one church a little bit south of the city with multiple campuses. I just want to thank Paul Pastor Jerry as well, uh, and our friends at WDCX for producing this every week. Oh, yes, they, they do an amazing job. They, they like we, we 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 record this and they like they get it out like an hour later. That's and we great. walk in and they, you want coffee? You want a bottle of I water? Know. They take good care of us. What are they going to offer sponge candy or a piece of pizza? I wonder. I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us today. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiella. Join us next week here on Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope.
Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.